Welcome everyone to the Stone Creek Zoom Zendo. Um, today is uh, December 6th, and the day after tomorrow will be December 8th, uh, which is the, the day and the traditions of Buddhism in East Asia uh, honor and celebrate as the day of the, the Buddha realized awakening. Um, the eighth day of the twelfth month. So Rohatsu is uh, refers to well, it wasn't it always this day because we've adjusted now to our calendar, but <clears throat> around now. <laughs> and uh, Zen monasteries often honor Buddha's awakening with a sashin, a Rohatsu sashin, or intensive meditation retreat, uh, culminating on um, December 8th. And Stone Creek will we'll just be offering a morning of Zazen on December 8th from 9 a.m. to noon. Um, and so we, we, we do this thing of honoring Buddha, actualizing awakening. <clears throat> and um, what I want to talk about this morning is how um, this is... Um, this is our practice of zazen. Wherever, whenever we sit zazen, uh, engaging zazen as a practice of Buddha's awakening. And um, I want to particularly bring this up this morning in terms of um, some teachings in a key uh, essay by Dogen called Bendawa. Um, Bendawa can be translated as the talk on the wholehearted way. <clears throat> or negotiating the way. Um, it's also been translated on the endeavor of the way. And as part of our morning chanting rotation, uh, we recite a section of Bendowa um, called the Jijuyu Zanmai, which is um, can translate as the Samadhi of the Whole Self or the Self-Fulfilling Samadhi. So the, the Jijuyu, Ji is self, Ju is received, like Jukai, receiving the precepts, and Yu is function or use. And when we put Ju and Yu together, uh, that can mean fulfillment or enjoyment. And then Zanmai is the um, transliteration of Samadhi. And so it's often, often translated as concentration or absorption. Um, my feeling is that in Dogen, I, 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 I receive samadhi as kind of a deep engagement or full engagement or wholehearted engagement. Uh, when, when I trained at Tassahara, um, we would usually chant this, this, uh, this text, this Jijuyu Zanmai, the samadhi of the whole self, uh, for noon service every day. Uh, during the practice periods, uh, October through the beginning of April, and um, and I have a I have a lot I have a kind of devotional heart feeling for this text, and when I when I I, I was reflecting on how like well when I teach or when I give talks, and I turn to Dogen, um, usually I turn to Genjo Koan, and um, and. 
I just feel like it has all these uh, images and distinctions that are really useful for how we unfold practice. And, um, well, and the samadhi of the whole self uh, doesn't really unfold practice in that way for me. I experience it more like a, like a samadhi poem or, you know, like a painting of zazen. Um, and there's a way in which I don't really want to think about it very much or figure it out. I, like, I love to chant it and then just sit or sit and then chant it. And it just has that feeling of coming out of zazen, going into zazen. Um, it's more like colors and sounds than ideas. Um, but this morning, I'm going to try and talk about it. <laughs> um, and uh, so one thing I've heard is actually connected to Buddha's awakening is that this Jijuyu Zanmai, I don't think Dogen coined this term. I think this was a term from earlier Buddhist discourse in East Asia. Um, that this Jijuyu Zanmai, the Samadhi of the Whole Self, uh, refers specifically to, to Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree after realizing awakening. So there was so there's Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree in the story, and then he realizes awakening, and then he keeps sitting under the Bodhi tree. And the, there's different stories about this for like seven days. Sometimes it says like actually he continued sitting just for 49 days, although he went to uh, a new place each week. Um and so this, so this jijiyu zanma is, is um, this enjoyment. It's this enjoyment of awakening. All right. And um, uh, and so then we. This is our practice in terms of this um, Dogen's vision of practice is practice realization. So Dogen said, Dogen does not teach Zazen as Buddha sitting before he realized awakening, but Zazen of Buddha realizing awakening and this enjoyment of awakening. And um, so this is part of the spirit of practice realization or practice based on realization. And um, Disho brought this up last week, you know, that we're not kind of doing practice with a goal out there, um, of realization being something that, uh, well, we, you know, if we have it, if we, if it's not here, we have some idea about it being something different from this and being over there somewhere. So Zazen is Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree. Um, and so in the Bendowa or Jijuyu Zanmai, Dogen says, uh, when you display the Buddha Mudra with your whole body and mind, each and everything throughout the Dharma world is the Buddha Mudra, and all space without exception is enlightenment. And here's another translation of the same passage. When even for a moment you express the Buddha's seal and the three actions by sitting upright in samadhi, the whole phenomenal world becomes the Buddha's seal and the entire sky turns into enlightenment. So this is, um, Dogen's talking about Zazen. And he says, you're you're expressing or displaying or manifesting this seal or mudra of the Buddha and the three actions. The three actions are actions of body, speech, and mind, or your your whole being. 
and uh, mudra is um, the Sanskrit word, and um, and mudra means a seal, a mark, a gesture, and usually refers to ritualized hand gestures like um, dasho, or during meditation we have the cosmic mudra, and um, um, the Chinese character uh, used to translate mudra also is the character used for a seal or a chop, used to seal or mark a document, sign a document. Um, And so Dogen says Buddha is seal. And so this could be referring to the mudra we practice in Zazen, the cosmic cosmic mudra, the Dharma Dhatu mudra. It's the mudra of the universe or the realm of phenomena. And, um, you know, so our Zazen mudra were palm resting in palm with um, thumb tips um, lightly touching. And um, I really appreciate um, this particular point of our, of our meditation posture, this thumb tips lightly touching um, as a kind of wonderful, uh, subtle opportunity. And so, you know, in sitting, you know, there's like, there's breathing, there's almost always breathing. We have our posture, our uprightness. Um, we have, there's sensations, there's feelings, there's emotions, there might be thinking. We can attend to all these things. And also this thumb tips lightly touching can be part of this, part of what we attend to in our sitting. And, um, you know, we, and, and notice, just like we notice if we're caught in our thinking or if we're trying to avoid a feeling and we can notice our thumb tips and, you know, if they slip, if they slip, you know, just apart a little bit, like what's happening, you know, or if they're pressing together just a tiny bit, what's that? Or sometimes, you know, I'll find that they're pressing together pretty hard or sometimes they'll be really far apart. (laughs) And, uh, when I'd go for a uh, for a meeting with the teacher, uh, when I was training at San Francisco Zen Center, sometimes I'd, um, uh, you know, I'd receive feedback on my mudra. Like, you know, how is it to hold your thumbs a little bit higher? Um, just try that, you know, and try, you know, and how do you, how do you make a nice kind of egg shape? And so we're kind of part of our practice is taking care of this mudra, taking care of this uh, seal, Um, the Buddha seal could also be an abbreviation of Buddha mind seal, which is um, a term in Zen. And um, one th- you can say one thing, you know, it sometimes refers to is Buddha nature. So this Buddha mind seal is Buddha nature or how the truth of awakening lives in us or how our basic nature is sealed or stamped with um, Buddha or awakening. So this is, and this is kind of, there's a, in some sense, there seems to be a kind of play with the idea of um, the intimacy or the mutuality of, of the seal and what is sealed. And, um, and then this kind of, this reminds me of the Sandokai, uh, the merging of difference and uh, sameness. Uh, phenomena exist like box and lid fitting principal response like arrow points meeting. And so there's um, there's me, and there's awakening, and um, 
And my life is that those are inseparable. Those are arrow points meeting or box and lid fitting. And there's, and, and this is like this truth of our life. And, uh, just the truth doesn't save us, but we can practice this truth. We can actualize this truth. We can live uh, this truth. So this is, and this is, this is what I hear Dogen talking to. And like when you, um, when even for a moment you express the Buddha's seal and the three actions by sitting upright. So this is a practice of like how. Uh, awakening is right here. How is this moment arrow points meeting? How do we show up for that? And um, another kind of really compelling thing for me about this one particular quote from Ben Dawa is this um, expressing the Buddha's seal in the three actions. Um, so in our whole in our whole activity of body, speech, and mind, um, um, so a key point for me here is that zazen is not just it's not just the psychological exercise or practice. Um, it's not just about experience. It's not just a mind thing. It's uh, it's expressing. It's manifesting. It's enacting. Uh, it's embodying. Uh, it's a practice of our whole being. Uh, it's the whole activity of sitting. Uh, you know, the wholeness of the activity of self and all things uh, sitting. And so how do we engage? How do we do this? How do we, how do we engage the three actions of body, speech, and mind in expressing awakening? And, you know, so, like, is this something we need to remember when, when we're sitting? Like, oh, now I'm expressing awakening. Is this something we need to believe? Um, is this something we do somehow? Is this something in addition to um, just having a body and a mind in this moment? Um, so in another section of Bendowa, Dogen talks about the importance of genuine trust in engaging the samadhi of the whole self. And so this, um, and so I want to talk about this genuine trust. Um, and I'm hearing trust here as distinct from belief. Um, I feel like, you know, belief being oriented towards understanding or, you know, some, some, uh, content of um, thinking, whereas trust here is like a practice of our whole being, and it embraces the somatic, emotional, and cognitive spheres of our existence. So entrusting our life in this moment to this meeting, to this arrow points meeting, to this uh, awakening being inseparable from exactly what our life is right here how it is to be completely this person as an expression of awakening. And so me being fully me, which would include me being me fully experiencing me 
and also me fully expressing me, fully displaying me, fully uh, showing up as me. And in this, in the fullness of this, body and mind are inseparable, and experience and expression are inseparable. And we can experience a lack of trust in how we consciously or habitually try to manage what we're feeling or try to control or contain or manage our experience or this self or our life or our sense of being okay. So trust is releasing these efforts at managing, releasing these forms of uh, grasping and holding. And um, these, and these are you can also look at these as ways of being involved in thinking, or forms of carrying yourself forward and experiencing things in Genjo Koan. So we can we can release these patterns of grasping and tightness or attempts to control and manage, uh, just by uh, noticing them, feeling them. Uh, getting in touch with them. We can't we can't manage or control them into releasing, but the feeling of them thoroughly can allow them to release. And I see this as a process of um, opening and awareness, inhabiting and inquiry. So opening, feeling, and inquiring into this life. You know, uh, I was uh, following the election news over the last month, and um, I could see these different dispositions arising um, around this question of, quote, calling the election. And I could see a tendency to want to just think, relax with a feeling of a kind of, a kind of trust that... Um, the various attempts to overturn election results would fail at one point or another, and that this was like, it was a done deal. But more often, I did not feel relaxed. Um, I felt uh, concerned that these, some of these attempts might actually succeed or have some impact. And I had doubts about whether these election results would hold up. And... Um, and this genuine trust is, um, I would say, is um, uh, it's not this trust that things will work out. And it's not apart from this concern that things might not work out. Um, it's fully being this person when there's a confidence that the results will hold or when there are doubts. So in, in, e in, either, in either disposition and whatever's in between the revolving of the dispositions, arrow points meet. And if I think I have to be somehow different than this to open or to actualize arrow points meeting, um, that's I'm involved with my thinking. And I'm turning away from or I'm obscuring for myself arrow points meeting right here. 
Um, Zazen is an opportunity to completely uh, dedicate myself to being this person, to being this life right here in this moment with the uh, particular, you know, aches and pains and doubts and feelings and wonderings of, you know, this day. So it's, and it's, it's not getting away from uh, the difficult situations and pain. All that's included as the site of awakening, as our seat under the Bodhi tree. And so this is, and so this is partially, this is um, this image of the lotus blooming in the flames, which is our logo for our 2020 Stone Creek t-shirts and sweaters and hats and other stuff. A lotus blooming in flames can embody our practice of zazen, um, opening in uh, the flames of suffering of self and other, of this whole world. And it can embody our aspiration for Stone Creek, you know, growing and unfolding in this pandemic. And for Sangha uh, maturing and renewing in social distancing. And the lotus and flames is another image of this arrow points meeting or a seal, a sealing or a thumb tips touching. Um, a few talks ago, I think in September, I spoke about working with my fear and also working with a wound I found under my fear and patterns of grasping and holding around my fear in relation to my wound. When there's fear, uh, genuine trust is fully being with the fear, fully being with any grasping around the fear, with any stories we might be believing in relation to the fear, and fully being with any um, pain or wounding that may also be associated with the fear. And I don't manage my life into awakening. And I don't manage awakening into my life. Uh, Zazen is trusting in the unmanageable intimacy of my life and awakening. When I try to manage the expression of the Buddha's mudra, um, that's, that's limiting practice, limiting realization. Um, this genuine trust is um, getting in touch with our vulnerability. And Zazen, is, it's a, it can support me to be fully in touch with the truth of my, the basic fact of my vulnerability, with the basic fact of being mortal and in a totally relational life and uh, be in touch with it and embrace it, embrace being totally mortal. 
giving myself completely to this moment, fully given, uh, fully offered, fully showing up. Um, doing practice as something which leads to awakening is not genuine trust. When we do something for the sake of something else, it is not uh, wholehearted. It's not devotion to this moment. It's a samadhi of grasping after some awakening which we project as different. Um, in this self-fulfilling samadhi section, in the samadhi of the whole self uh, section of Bendova, um, you know, I mentioned that Dogen, there's this vision. It's a vision of Zazen. And it's, it's, a, it's a vision of Zazen that's not something that an individual person does in isolation. It's resonating with the whole phenomenal world and the entire sky. And I'd also say it's a, it's a vision of uh, complete reciprocity of practice and awakening. This is, he's, he's talking about a circulation of awakening <clears throat> and the activity of Buddha with earth, grass, trees, fences, walls, tiles, pebbles. And it's a process of mutual illumination. Uh, Dogen says, trees and grasses, walls and fences expound and exalt the Dharma for the sake of ordinary people, sages, and all living beings. Ordinary people, sages, and all living beings in turn expound and exalt the Dharma for the sake of trees, grasses, walls, and fences. And another way Dogen speaks of this is uh, Dokan, the ring of the way or the circle of the way, which Jisho spoke about last week. So Zazen, as a, the practice of a person, renews and actualizes um, Buddha's awakening. Buddha's awakening renews and actualizes the Zazen practice of a person. The more fully I show up in this moment, uh, the more fully it shows up to meet me. And so everything is included in this ring or this circle of practice actualizing awakening, awakening actualizing practice, or or you could or of a practice and awakening actualizing aspiration and teaching, aspiration and teaching actualizing practice and awakening. The lotus actualizes the flames. The flames actualize the lotus. Self and other person and things, me and the world, uh, mutually resonate with practice, awakening, uh, sharing the Dharma. When I was uh, working on this talk, I was sitting on our couch in my usual spot in the northeast corner of our living room. And my trees and grasses and walls and fences are on my laptop with various chairs scattered around the room. We have a dining room table and a coffee table, which are both usually covered with books, um, mugs, papers, candles, games, <laughs> napkins. <laughs> There's Legos spread on the floor. 
There's a lamp a few feet to my right. Our children, Loka and Kaya, might be passing through. A dog is often snuggled next to me on the couch. Cars are driving by outside. A fish tank filter is humming away. Uh, winter light is coming through the windows. So these are my trees, grasses, walls, and fences. These are my flames. And you could also say these are my halo. And it feels full to inhabit in this body, in this fleeting moment of being together here. A fullness that's always available, and I would say always alive. And I find often heart opening or heart um, stretching. Um, when I see practice as a step-by-step progression going from where I am now to some other place, um, that's a story. It's a linear story. And that, you know, what I want to attend to is how a linear story could shape my engagement with practice to make it small. And so I feel kind of encouraged and um, I think part of my love and devotion for uh, this, this teaching of Dogen is, uh, it's just how vast and, and, and um, kind of wondrous his vision is of just a regular normal person sitting zazen. Zazen actualizing life in this moment as a great ocean. When I have fear, I might want practice to be something that would lead me to having no fear. I could have that story. And that could kind of be a a story that then shapes my engagement in Zazen. And I would say, makes, makes it small. And the kind of liberation I'm interested in is uh, integrative. And so what's, what's healing for in my, my feeling is not getting away from my fear or my wound, but becoming whole with my wound in a way that's um, inclusive. And so my fear and my wounding are also my flames, and my fear and my wounding are also my halo. Uh, Dogen has another essay called Buddha Nature. And he talks about how um, there's this uh, famous story of Nagarjuna, uh, one of the you know the great Indian Buddhist philosopher and practitioner, uh, manifesting the shape, the form of a full moon. So he would he would teach, and then one day he went up to teach, and it said that he manifested the form of a full moon. And then Dogen says that in China he's he's seen these paintings of this. And they just show a kind of they show like a Dharma seat with like a great big full moon. And Dogen really did like this. <laughs> he liked the story. He thought the story was great. He thought the story for him was like, you know, when you express the Buddha seal and the three actions by sitting upright in samadhi, you manifest the shit form of the full moon. But he didn't like that that 
people thought this meant that Nagarjuna's body would somehow disappear or somehow that, that there was this full moon shape and then there was, where was the body? Where was Nagarjuna? And, you know, we could think this, we could think in this vision of Zazen that somehow we would transcend embodied existence or somehow like everything, at least for us, would become this bright light. And Dogen is saying, when I manifest the full bright moon of awakening, it's with this body, exactly as this body is right here, you know, with the aches and pains and fear and wounds. This place right here is the seed of awakening. Um, bowing to our seat before we sit. This is bowing to the seat of awakening. It's part of our ritual of uh, Zazen. We bow to arrow points meeting right here. And so this this uh, this is this genuine to fully be here as my life. It's not exactly trusting in what is happening or trusting that this should be happening, but trusting in the courageous, inquisitive uh, opening into wholehearted presence. Um, in some formulations, um, Jijuyu, this um, self-fulfillment, is contrasted with Tajuyu, where Ta is other. So Tajuyu is others receiving the enjoyment or fulfillment of the Dharma or awakening. And then this is kind of then corresponded, like, you know, so Jijuyu is Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree. Tajuyu is Buddha's life of teaching once he gets up starts interacting with people. Um, but when we look at Dogen's teachings, he only talks about Jijuyu Zanmai. He never uh, brings up Tajuyu. Um, and I think that for Dogen, the self-fulfilling samadhi or the samadhi of the whole self includes Tajuyu, includes the teaching activity, the, sh the sharing of awakening, the sharing of ourselves, the sharing of Dharma. And, you know, for him, this the self of the self-fulfilling samadhi is not a self that's opposed to other, but a samadhi of self-other intimacy, of mutual fulfillment. And so Dogen also, in, 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 uh, in our chanting, he, he we recite the realm of self-awakening as awakening others. So this is a bodhisattva zazen. Sitting itself is endlessly opening and inquiring and actualizing awakening through um, myriad activities, myriad relations, whoever we encounter today. All right, so this is my attempt uh, for today to honor Buddha's awakening and in the spirit of Dogen's teaching and as it meets our lives and um, our flames so, um, are there any questions or comments, expressions? Please feel free to unmute yourself and speak. <laughs> <laughs>